Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 7, Prophets Warn. At this time in global history, the fight for land and power creates a culture of kill or be killed. The story is set in a time and culture when human bloodletting and sacrificing is made to man-made gods, and people are governed by military regimes through fear of torture and murder. Israel has 12 tribes, from Jacob's 12 sons. With the division of the nation, 10 tribes in the north take the title Israel, while in the south, two tribes take the title Judah, continuing the family line and the house and dynasty of David. After repeated warnings from God's prophets, Israel comes under the Assyrian Empire's power. So the land in the north that God has given to 10 of Israel's tribes is lost. Now the tribe of Judah stands alone in the land, vassal to the Assyrian Empire, who transports 18,000 prominent people. Only the poorest remain in the land. The captives include a man and his wife, a priest in training, Ezekiel, meaning God strengthens. Others include nobility and artisans, and four intelligent noble young men destined for Nebuchadnezzar's courts. Daniel, meaning God is my judge, Hananiah, meaning Yahweh is God, Mishael, meaning who belongs to God, and Assyria, meaning Yahweh helps. Among the exiled Hebrews in Babylon, Ezekiel prophesies to the nations about what is to come. While in Babylon's royal court, Daniel tells King Nebuchadnezzar about the future of his empire. Meanwhile, in Judah, the prophet Jeremiah walks the land, giving God's message to its people and neighbors. Episode 7, Prophets Speak to the Nations. Exiled in Babylon, Ezekiel prophesies the fall of the nations because they don't acknowledge God. Ammon, Moab, Edom, Philistia and Tyre will fall and the city of Sidon will be attacked from every side. God says that the Egyptian empire will fall to the Babylonian empire. And God says that he does not enjoy seeing sinners die, he would rather they stopped sinning and live. And God denounces those placed as shepherds of Israel as they take care of themselves and not their sheep. God says that he will be the people's shepherd and bring them back from the places where they have been scattered. And for Edom, God announces and says that it will be desolate because of its hatred of Israel. Now God gives words of blessing for Israel. He says that he will restore the land and it will be fruitful again. He will do this for the sake of his holy name and he will use the people of Israel to show his character. God will bring them back from exile and give them a new heart and a new mind by putting his spirit in them. God says that in this way neighboring nations will know that he is God. Now God tells Ezekiel to take two sticks and write the word Judah on one and Israel on the other. He is told to hold them end to end so that they look like one stick and God's hand will join the two together, the two nations, so that once again they will be one. God also gives words about the nations of Gog. God tells Ezekiel to denounce Gog, a northern kingdom who will create a plan to invade a helpless country. God will punish these nations with calamities, rain, hail, fire, sulfur and disease. And their army will fall in Israel and it will take seven months to bury their bodies. Now Ezekiel sees the temple restored in Jerusalem and God takes Ezekiel on a grand tour. 
but this time there are no kings. Ezekiel sees God coming to live and reign there with his people forever. God speaks of establishing this new kingdom, the rules for the temple and the allotment of land. He says that the city will be renamed, the Lord is here. Meanwhile, in Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar orders everyone to worship a huge statue of him. But the Hebrew court servants, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, refuse. So they are tied and thrown into a furnace. But they don't burn and are seen walking in the furnace with a fourth man. Now Nebuchadnezzar is impressed by the Hebrew god and promotes the three men. And for the second time, Nebuchadnezzar adopts and acknowledges the one true God as his God. You can read these stories in the books of Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel. Rather than view a tribal reference as a racial context, you can look at the family DNA. How was that family established? which can enlarge on a character's motives. It's a bit like listening to a global news story if you don't appreciate a country's history. Its conflicts and its past give greater context of the story. If the context is not given, the true story is lost. And there are always characters who stand out from their tribal DNA. A total of 19 kings rule Israel in the north from nine different houses, nine dynasties. In the south, there is one house, the house of David, one dynasty. And David is the 34th generation from Adam. If you look in the genealogies in the Bible, in the New Testament books of both Matthew and Luke, the genealogies of Jesus are listed. Jesus is in the royal line of David, both by his mother Mary and by his father, Joseph. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word, and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.